just for the fans to know, my name is uh, Ahmed Al Janahi. I'm, I'm currently 29 years old. Um, I'm uh, first. I'd like to say that I'm I'm a I'm a son. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a uh, a colleague. And at the end of the day, whenever I get some chance, I'm, I I like mm. to practice. My hobby is jujitsu. So uh, go ahead with something which is your you know recently you're proud of and uh, makes you like feel like. Okay, uh, that's something which will inspire somebody, you know. Maybe it's not for others to be proud of, but something that I'm really proud of myself, especially in this year, in, in the year 2023. I set a goal for myself in the beginning of the year in January that um, from a jiu-jitsu perspective, I'm, I'm talking, um, I will try to enter one competition a month. And I mm. think that that was a goal that I set for myself right in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And... Um, Uh, now we're we're in uh, for the fans that are listening. Now it's in, in uh, we're in December 2023. I'd like yeah. to say that I did a total of 10 competitions in, mm. in 12 months. Mm. Um, for me, that's something to really be proud of because um, not a professional athlete. As I said, I have so many other commitments I do outside of, of the gym, you know. But to be able to uh, stay persistent with that goal and to be able to face all of the challenges. Uh, Looking back now, w- w- at the end of the year, I'm really proud of all of the things that I have done, all of the experiences that I have went through, all of the um, friends that I have met, mm-hmm. and I and the journeys that we have been through together through the sport of jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that uh, I'm really proud of. All, of course, like your game gets better, you get wins, you get losses, but just to set a goal yeah. and um, just to see it through, maybe not 100%, but let's say 80%, The way through, I'm, I'm. That's something I'm really proud of. Do you get into perfection stuff, Yanni? Like, you know, I have to be like p- very perfect and hundred percent with the move I do. Um, I think that's that's part of the game. So, like, when 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 you enter class after the warm up and when the coach shows you a certain move, mm. um, at that time, yes, you want to perfect it to a hundred percent because um, when the coach shows you a move and you're trying to drill it with other other partners in the yeah. gym, there's no resistance. Right. So I think that's the best time where you, you can be a perfectionist, where you can look at every small detail and focus on the angles and, and the body weights and, and, and how to apply pressure the correct way. Um, realistically, once you get into sparring rounds and once you get into positional sparring and even in competition, mm-hmm. maybe the um, it's very hard, not impossible, very hard to do everything clean and perfect. It, uh, doing the, the, the perfectionist part where there is no resistance actually opens up so much knowledge and it, it opens up so many areas when you want to do it against a resisting opponent. So yeah. to answer your question, yes and no. So mm. I do it when there's no uh, resistance from my sparring partner. I try to be a perfectionist, but I do understand that when you get into like um, competition scenarios, whether it's mm. at the gym or in competition, It's very hard to do everything clean. It is possible. Sometimes it does happen. But your whole five, six minute game can't be clean. You will make yeah. mistakes. Yeah. Part of the game. Well, I mean, who was uh, behind you? Who drove you? This idea gave you idea to like, kind of get into jiu-jitsu. And so. uh, with, with, with jiu-jitsu, I think um, I, I'll say it very proudly. And I, I, I have no shame of it. I think the person that really inspired me Yeah. was uh, a guy by the name he's a he's a mma fighter by the name of hamza mm-hmm. kohiji mm-hmm. he's uh um in bahrain i would like to think like that the pioneers of the sport like a bahraini that actually paved the way for a lot of the amateurs that are coming into the professional scene mm-hmm. i say like this was the the person 
that actually motivated me. And if mm. you allow me, I can also Name take, it. take yes. you back. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. So all, all my life, like I was, I was interested in, in, in not necessarily violence, but but combat. You know, like mm. I, I used to watch a lot of um, Jackie Chan movies. I used to watch a lot of <laughs> WWE back okay. into the day. I Bruce Lee fights. Um, even MMA, I used to watch when when like um, uh, one famous uh, WWE athlete, Brock Lesnar, went into um, uh, UFC for the first time. That was at UFC 100. Mm. That's when I mm. I I started to realize what uh, MMA is. And yeah. then when I watched UFC 100, I started to look back for, throughout the early days and everything like that. So I mm. always had that interest. Mm. Um, but what actually motivated me to go to the gym was during my um, university years, I was studying abroad at uh, in, in Manchester. Mm. And one of mm. my friends, um, I just want to say his name because he really had a very big impact. His name is Mahmoud Ajour. Mm. I don't think he'll ever be listening to this podcast, but maybe <laughs> um, he said, okay. bro, tonight Hamza is fighting. And I'm like, which Hamza? He's like, Hamza Kohiji, he was in, in, in our school. I was like, yeah, what is he fighting? He's like, no, he's fighting MMA. Mm. Um, I was like, where? UFC? He's like, no, 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 he's just fighting over in India. It says okay. professional debut or second fight. I'm not sure. And I was like, you're telling me Hamza Kohiji is actually going to fight in a few hours and we'll be able to watch him. He was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm down to watch. I love um, watching these Combat stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And now, oh, someone I actually know, maybe not close friends, but someone that was with me in school actually is going to do this. Yeah, I want to watch. And I, I saw him. He went in there. He went into the ring. I think he, he, if I'm not mistaken, he finished it first or second round, guillotine across the fence, like John Jones style. Wow. Um, mm. And yeah, and... I was like, you know what? If, if Hamza could do this, I want to do that. Mm. And I delayed it for another two years. Like every time in, 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 in during university years, I was like, I'm going to go now. And then I just find a way to procrastinate or just yeah. to be lazy. And then when I graduated from my um, undergraduate mm. uh, degree, from my bachelor's degree, I came back to Bahrain. And now I had nothing to do. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm here for a few months. Let me just go into that same gym. Let me train to be an MMA mm. fighter. Okay. And I went there three months, um, trained. Um, uh, we, we did boxing, kickboxing, uh, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, everything for MMA. Mm. And it was like, I remember leaving my first few classes and I was really tired. Like my body was so tired from the, the training. Like that gym was known for having really intense, intense training yeah. sessions. But my mind was like, oh, my, I finally found something that I actually love. I finally found mm. a sport that I'm really passionate about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um i don't know somehow along the ways I, I i went back to do my master's degree and the minute i reached manchester that day i put my stuff in my accommodation i just put on my coat and i went to a, a jiu-jitsu gym uh, it was by the name of sbg manchester oh yes that's amazing yes, gym yeah. at that time even when they asked me like what are the reason you're here i'm like you know what, I'm just a big UFC fan. I know Connor trains at SBG Ireland. Yes. I don't know if it's the related or you're an affiliate gym, but yeah, I'm, I'm here. Back home, I just started training four months ago and I'm just here. And I went every single day. Like mm-hmm. It was my best year being able to manage my studies and train consistently. And I do feel like I reaped, I reaped a lot of the benefits of jiu-jitsu because um, it, it just made everything... Um, I, 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 maybe I wasn't very good with um, time management. I think jujitsu was one of the things that taught me that, like, oh, the class starts at this amount of time. So if you're not 
there by this time you're the one that's going to be missing out on on exactly. the technique of the day or something you know mm. or you're going to come in skin, late man. You, yeah you miss you miss the warm ups and and things like that for sure so yeah that's i just how it started yeah. and you have uh, hamza what's uh, hamza kohaji hamza kohaji yes yes oh, he's, he's an mma fighter so i i took a different path because i realized i don't get i don't like getting punched in the face Yeah, and it's very hard. What's, to your, what's, your, what's your thoughts on uh, getting punched on the in the face? face. Um, I mean, like if I didn't have, um, you uh, know, the hadith, right? Uh, no, no, please. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't have like any. Yeah. I cannot even paraphrase yeah. also. But yeah. the thing which uh, uh, is disliked, disliked is to get punch or punching on the face. Uh-huh. So I'm like, any oh, that's something is something to you know stop. Okay, it's it's it's, it's yeah. not good. Huh? It's better yeah, to avoid yeah. it. But you know, I, yeah. you should know stuff mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. and where and to whom. Yeah. So yeah. you never know where you're gonna punch or get punched, yeah. or so you have to be ready for I that. I think maybe. yeah. I think self defense is is uh, One a very things, important yeah. aspect, especially to, in nowadays. To know how much you have to control and Correct. how to exactly take care. there. There you said it. You know, and to be able to defend yourself and your family. Mm. Um, with defense comes the chances of you getting yeah. punched in the face is higher. Yeah. I would rather train for that rather than my first time being tested yeah. is actually getting punched in the face, you know? Yeah. Um, but the reason why I don't do MMA or I stopped doing it or I took a different path was it was very hard for me to explain to uh, uh, my colleagues at work and even like my family that like mm, mm. you come back home from, from uh, a long day and you have a bruise and like, you know, you go to work with those bruises. People tend to think negatively of you. So. And um, I think that was one of the main reasons where I just didn't want that. You know, I just wanted the competition aspect, the the mm. the, the 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 like the fighting aspect without a lot of the consequences. Yeah. And looking back at it now, I think I should have just, you know, not carried on. Yeah, yeah, carried on and and not give uh, people's opinion that much value mm. in my decision making. Mm. Mm. It but, affects yeah. man. You know, sometimes. Yeah, we yeah but that's also something. that's also a lesson to learn. You know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe. Uh, It was also a good thing. Maybe maybe I'm not the type of guy that yes. can fight inside the cage like others. But when it comes to jujitsu, I'm not the best. But I feel like I really fell in love with the game. I fell in love with mm. the the attributes and the benefits that the game gives me. One of the things I always like to you know interconnect is uh, the initiatives, possibilities. Like you know, there is one of the stars I don't know. Maybe you know his name. Is known for the movie Venom. Venom, that's a Spider-Man movie, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Spider-Man movie, or uh, like there is uh, there is an actor who yeah. acted for this, and he play he plays jujitsu, and he represents Reorg. If you know him, what's his name, man? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know there's a lot of celebrities now that are getting into. Yes, he is one of the celebrities, okay. and he represents. Yeah, I don't want to take the name and. Uh, let people really research much about it but mm-hmm. idea is that when you, uh, when you are into sports you mm-hmm. can use sports for initiatives you know uh, to support something to encourage something to stop somebody from mm-hmm. doing something which is not uh, you know good for them correct so is there anything which you like to you know highlight or you have in your mind which contributes to, from to your sports Yeah, I, I, just just to add on to your point, and just to to, uh, um, I don't know what the right word for it is, but for me personally, um, I think everybody in the world should have something 
It doesn't need to be jujitsu. It yeah. doesn't need, yeah. even need to be a sport. Yeah. Um, it, it's just something in, in a sense of passion. Passion. Yeah, They're, that's the word. I think some everyone needs to have a passion. Something that they uh, do when they feel happy, when they feel sad, when they feel frustrated, when they feel like uh, they are alone or with friends. Like um, to be able to to have that special thing that is only for you. I think mm-hmm. that's very good for for people as a whole. For me, mm-hmm. that's that's jujitsu. Um, um, I feel like before jujitsu, I was a completely different person, mm-hmm. and now having jujitsu, I am. I, I don't want to be the guy that says, "Oh, my life has changed because of jujitsu," mm-hmm. but I can see different attributes in my life changing, and I can see my my personality tweaking a bit because of jujitsu. What? Yeah. Uh, what what I mean by that is, um, um, specifically to my sport, I really don't think there's anything more difficult than going into a room voluntarily going into room and saying listen i'm here i've had a long day i've just worked um i have other commitments mm. but i'm here for one or two hours a day um willingly um here to grapple or to to wrestle other men at 100% pace um and it's it's not really a comfortable situation like people, most people after work want to go home and rest they want to have food and watch tv you know yeah. you put yourself in in that very uncomfortable position and with time, you realize that, oh, now um, I'm at work. It's not really uh, a big task to just sit in front of a laptop and then prepare a presentation or, or do your daily objectives. You know, because you're used to doing something that is much more tiring, much more fatiguing, much more draining, and you do it willingly mm-hmm. with passion and with love. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I think that really uh, changed my perspective on sports, jiu-jitsu, and how I can use that to benefit other aspects of of my daily life mm-hmm. especially when it comes into work i feel like if i didn't have jujitsu probably i wouldn't be the person i am today i am today really? with uh-huh. work or with my family or with my uh, wife or with my daughter uh, i truly believe that i believe like Amazing. for me that's jujitsu but it could be any type of sport for any any human being yeah is it because you went deeply or it's it's um, from the sports yeah i think that's just my personality my personality mm-hmm. is like if i want to do something i want to do it at 100% yeah. or i do it at 0% i yeah. throughout my life i never had anything that's like a, a middle ground when mm-hmm. i when i'm passionate about something you I go for all in i want to give it my all yani we say in, in arabic like i want to give that thing it's right so if i decided to uh, write a, a song for example I want to make sure that I give 100% effort or if I want to play a certain sport I want to make sure within my capacity and within my capabilities and within my limitations that I want to give this thing 100% when we are sparring it's fine you're going there getting trained mm-hmm. now the new trend is like you can learn some things online Correct. Yes. use technologies yes. use yes. stuff yes. to make things easier yes. Do you think the future, the technology, robotics and stuff uh, can really help? Definitely, 100%. Um, I think um, uh, the sport of jiu-jitsu, um, from the outside, you may think it has to do with um, strength mm. or speed mm. uh, or other, other attributes such as height or, or, or muscle yeah. mass. and um, They do play a factor, but I think the most important thing in, in jiu-jitsu to get better at jiu-jitsu is knowledge. Knowing why you are doing a certain technique or knowing how mm. to apply a certain technique yeah. can, in certain instances or most instances, 
be better than being a strong man yeah. or a fast man or a tall yeah. man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, before, before, like let's say before the internet where technology wasn't um, as widely available as it is now, right. um, people would practice jujitsu, but people would also travel far, far away, away yeah. to different gyms and or different countries to gain one knowledge thing, yeah. Yeah. and then take that knowledge back and then distribute it to their uh, students or their friends and their sparring partners. So it's like, it was like um, to get knowledge wasn't as easy as it is. Like even the guys, I'm sure you know of BJJ Fanatics. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. a website Huge where website. every jiu-jitsu athlete now, every jiu-jitsu practitioner there, yeah. knows and, and most people bootleg the information. So it's available everywhere. Um, those people found, saw like um, the two partners that, that um, created mm-hmm. BJJ Fanatics. What they noticed was how difficult it was to gain information mm-hmm. and how they wanted to also use like globalization to mm-hmm. create a, a, a platform for all, all people, anyone who's interested in jujitsu, to just go on this platform, pay a fee and get the knowledge. And I mm-hmm. think they technically just made it really easier for people from all over the world to learn Jiu-jitsu. You mm. don't need to have uh, a black belt world champion teaching you so you can get good at jiu-jitsu. All you need is dedication, commitment, and a sparring partner that is willing to go through this journey of yeah. learning with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, right. and for me personally, when I first started, um, BJJ Fanatics was probably around, but I didn't know. Oh, so okay. I thought, okay, you know, like I needed only to learn from this teacher this teacher is that's like a traditional yes he knows everything he's a black belt so he's he knows everything in jiu-jitsu i i it took me a while to understand that oh there's even within the black belt category there's different levels mm. of athletes yeah. and if you're a good competitor doesn't mean you're a good instructor yeah and even within instructors there's like an instructor who's been teaching for one year and an instructor that's been teaching for 15 20 years yes. this instructor had this many world champions under his belt this instructor had yes. so even with, from different yes it changes and i think i learned from so many different gyms i learned so many different styles so many different way ways of of um doing jujitsu or of grappling in general mm-hmm. um and every uh, instructor had benefits that is added to my game that i have to go back and say like credit is given to you even though you taught me from a white belt mm-hmm. uh, up to a blue belt only i still have to give you credit because some sort of foundation was built upon that. Right. You know, and we can go into more detail about how different coaches have mm-hmm. coached and, and, and the different preferences they have in terms of coaching. Even that is starting to develop now. Like yeah. before uh, the system or, or like a normal class would be, we'd come to class, we'd do warm-ups, we'd do hip escapes, mm. uh, and then we're going to do um, drills, yeah, yeah, two or three positions, one from side control, one from the back, one from mount mm. and then we're going to put the timer on and we're going to spar yeah and then slowly you notice like people would do different types of warm-ups more more related to you know what we'll start in close mm. guard mm. we're going to go do triangle armbar omoplata mm. and that's a way to to warm up the body while still um practicing the art of jujitsu. Yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. then people started introducing positional sparring we're like okay mm. we're going to work a week on on let's say like um half guard escapes yeah. And before you actually get into the uh, full sparring, you do positional sparring where one opponent would start in half guard bottom and the other guy would slowly give resistance, yeah. help the guy on bottom to, to, 
to use what was taught throughout the week to to help give them confidence when they get into the uh, the full sparring rounds and mm-hmm. even that is is starting to develop but for me personally um now i am in an environment where my 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 instructor allows me because some instructors won't want you to to take something off of youtube or take something off of bjj fanatics because they feel like it's their responsibility to give you the knowledge mm. but now i'm i'm in an, in a place where like my instructor encourages me like oh you think this dvd is good take it study it uh, drill it with sparring partners come in class early and if if share you it. feel like it's useful share it with others you know yeah. and um i've i've been watching a lot of DJJ, bjj fanatics over the past a uh, few mm. years now mm. rather than just watching youtube videos or matches and trying to figure it out i have a question like oh um mount i i want to learn more about mount i could just google there's so many different yeah. dvds i just have to make sure i pick one that uh is is good based right. on the reviews and then i just go through the process of breaking down and and learning and mm. and applying what they're showing me in in uh in the gym with mm. the sparring partner uh, it's not just about uh online watching or anything now the tools are there now imagine of course we have already the dummies imagine have you ever thought of like robots fighting with you or uh, robots uh, having jiu jitsu classes with you i i don't know if that's uh, it's possible I, it's do you think I'm, it's I'm, possible I'm not sure but i think i hope someday down the line yeah they could create something of of that sort where Uh, which is also, flexible enough to fight with you yeah i mean during covid something that became really popular was like yes. dummies yes people would create people homemade dummies home. or order yeah. dummies to to work on and i tried to do it because i'm i'm a obsessive guy as i said you yeah. know like i want to do everything 100% so even during lockdown i would find ways to 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 train whether it was like with a dummy or just really? go out jogging or just oh, how was your training in uh, lockdown man um like the we 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 had like certain friends that we would social distance together mm-hmm. and there was a garage um, of one of my friends that we'd go and we'd train there yeah uh, it was um, fun times like i my sparring partner for for a few months was a, a 100 kg uh, blue belt at that time he's now a brown belt so that was my main sparring partner um i got uh, i lost a lot of rounds but it was really fun times because we would go fix the mats up in one in his garage and then just like put music on and just roll for an hour hour and a half go back home Train yourself yeah right. shower and you don't know whether you you got the covid if anyone is infected <laughs> but it was like really um funny it was fun time fun time yeah, yeah. like like covid wasn't fun but the no the environment man, no competitions yeah, those yeah. days and you were training yeah and you're you're looking like it's a passion and you want to compete but you know like the whole world is on lockdown you know but that part of going and training with one or two friends in that garage and trying to uh, keep that consistency with training i think that was like what i consider to be fun you know mm. and one more thing about technology i think something that i should have mentioned as well was um, the introduction of the var system like you mm. saw you saw how that was that was introduced in football like the var the var technology like sometimes um, you don't know whether a goal is actually Uh, onside or offside or okay. or sometimes you don't know whether the ball hit someone's hand and then they would do this and then yeah. they would go check the cameras yeah and then the referee would make a decision yes this was also introduced in jiu-jitsu because as you know uh, there's a referee in the middle 
Yeah. And only in, I think when it's they call like, it third umpire or something. It's like it's um, another it, referee. Yes, they're usually for finals. You'll have two rep- referees outside. Yes, yes. but I'm in a big this. competition, has it. there's only one referee in a big competition, and it's a first fight. There's only one referee in the middle, and sometimes they can get decisions wrong, yes. especially when it's in the lighter weight categories, and they both try to pull guard. Um, uh, in in Amarat, they introduced something by called VAR. They call it the Falcon Eye. Mm-hmm. I think that was really, really like it adds on to your point about technology. Like yeah, um, when there was a decision that the referee isn't sure about, he'd stop the fight, he'd speak to um, the people up that Another control, mm. like referees that control the VAR, and they'd actually um, go back and see, go back and make it slow motion and see, okay, was the decision correct? If not, uh, fix the decision and let the fight go on. So I think that's also good because, like, you don't want to lose a fight because the referee yeah. made a bad decision, you know? No, it so, should not be unfair, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this still happens now, even with the, the falcon eye, but that's also technology getting introduced into sports and specifically jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it's a good point, man. And you find out like how you can fix things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so far, it's fine. Yani. As long as uh, things don't go crazy, yeah. inshallah. <laughs> but the, the, the dummy robot, that's something that I'm curious about. Something yeah. to see. Yani. Like yeah, if it's adjust the levels, maybe. No, I think I've seen part. somewhere already, like it's uh, robots fighting or dancing or I don't know. Maybe yeah, football, playing football. Okay. Or also kind of boxing. Okay. You can take, you know, I know a helper, helper for you to learn the boxing moves. Uh, okay. That That's can be possible. Yeah. And jujitsu, I don't know, man. You throwing, we need to look. Yeah, we throwing need to look, and choking yeah. the yeah, robot yeah. is going to be. <laughs> what if gonna robot be, chokes you? What, what if, if robot chokes you? And you tap and they don't feel it. You don't. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But I'm, uh, hopefully, if in the future, I don't know how many years down the line, I think that would be something that I'm willing to to buy myself and to try. Try, know? huh? Yeah. Have you faced any some challenges uh, when it comes to you know training? Because any anyway, COVID was one of the challenge mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, so had a setback and came back. Also, it's not like any yeah. such a difficult yeah. one. Yeah. But sometimes uh, you get into injuries and mm-hmm. and coming back. You know, mm-hmm. is so difficult. I think Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, in terms of injuries, challenges that prevented me from being able to to go to training and to go compete. Alhamdulillah, nothing, nothing of that sort. I've had minor injuries, but I think that's. For contact sport, that's a given. You know, you'll have bruises and bumps here and there. Um, uh, one or two maybe torn ligaments at competition level, but nothing serious that prevents me or stops me from playing the sport. So mm-hmm. from that perspective, alhamdulillah, I think the challenges that I faced personally were all, uh, from my experience, internal. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as as we talked off, off camera about this point, when it comes to competition, especially in the beginning stages, like yeah. white belt, blue belt, I'm now a purple belt, but even at purple belt level, um, when it came down to competition, I would take things too seriously mm-hmm. um, and too personally as well. Like if someone would sweep me in a, in a, in a competition yeah. match, uh, I would just like um, try to use every single, uh, like I would try to use force and power, just try to overwhelm them with that. Mm-hmm. And then it took me a long time to realize that the game isn't aggressive. The game isn't violent. It's... Um, It's all uh, focus and and body mechanics and 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 tactics and strategies and getting your opponent to play your game in areas with you, where you're comfortable in, you know. Yeah. And that it took me a long time to realize that that was the challenge that I was facing myself. Like I would perform really well in the gym, 
Mm-hmm. But when I would go out under the bright lights or in front of fans or in front of just strangers yeah. or, or people from my gym, I'd panic and I'd um, try to substitute my technique with strength. Mm-hmm. And then I realized the best strength of all is actually your technique. You know, If your technique is clean, no matter how strong or fast your opponent is, you will get the reaction that you are looking for. And it's just, uh, from the outside, it seems like it's an aggressive game. Yeah. You know? But once you do it, and once you do it very often, and once you get the, the opportunity to, to compete with people that are much better than you, then you realize, okay, they don't take anything personally. Mm. Like to them, as long as they have a game plan that they're working on and they want to come and implement it here. Yeah. If it works, then they know that their game plan is right. better, but there's also th- things you can add on to it. And if it doesn't work, it's not because they are bad or, or that guy is stronger. It's just, oh, I did something wrong here. Mm. Let me fix it. Right. So nothing is personal. And to me, it took me a long time to realize, oh, okay, that's the art of jiu-jitsu. Right. Um, to be able to compete without putting in a lot of pressure on yourself, to be able to compete without hating your opponent. Right. You know, your opponent is there to, to, to win as well, you know. Right. Um, you, you need to look at it as he's just, he's just a body, you know. He's just a mm. body with a face. And his game will actually determine whether you win or lose, not this, uh, his face. Like something, to me, that was my challenge. Like it took me a long time. And I think this year, because I was competing very often, yeah. I competed like a 10 out of uh, 12 months. So I competed Every much month. more yeah. often than I usually did. Yeah. Before, I would compete um, at least once, to, uh, once a year, twice a year, mm-hmm. and do uh, as many local competitions in Bahrain that yeah. I could. Now I was like, you know what? I want to be as consistent as possible because I want to see whether or not um, like, there are special people that can actually compete and win right. or anybody in the world can do it. All they need to do mm-hmm. is go in with a proper mindset. Yeah. And then I just figured out like, if Ahmed can do yeah. it, then anybody in the world can do it. You know? yeah. it's just, and it takes a while to get into that. Realizing your power. Yeah. And before fights, I used to look at the, the opponent's name. And if he's a world champion, I would think, okay, I, I need to be stronger. Mm. But that's mm. not how it works. You know, even if he's a world champion, you need to be much more calmer now. You need to be much more focused. Yeah. So I don't mean like just lie down and let him do whatever he wants. But there's that certain balance that I, I still didn't figure out. Like sometimes I get into fights, I'm too anxious and I do well. Sometimes I'm too anxious and I don't do well. Just a balance, you know, mm, 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 mm. and and yeah, I, I'm 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 falling in love with uh, finding my balance, if that makes sense, you know. I'm yeah. I'm falling in love with the game because it helps me understand myself more. Mm, before every mm. competition, no matter who you are, you're you're a white belt or you're a world champion. You before entering and and shaking hands with the referee and your opponent, you have to be scared, you know, because it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a contact it's a sport, completely you know? different environment. Yeah, you don't want to lose. The guy in front of you doesn't want to lose. You've had coaches that have helped you and, and sparring partners. He has the same. There are fans that you think are watching, but technically they're, they're just waiting for their friends to come so they can cheer them on, you know? So you put so much pressure on yourself. And then I'm just realizing, oh, that's just everything is internal, you know? Let me just yeah. focus on the things that actually matter, you know? When we fight, okay, what positions am I going for? Mm. What are his counters? How can I counter his counters? And then... That's where you actually like, you, you just catch yourself halfway to a match thinking, oh, you know what? This is actually fun. Right. You know, like, this is actually fun. This isn't, uh, like, I'm not 
tense or I'm not angry. You know, it's actually fun. Like I'm playing my game, he's playing his game. Yeah. And um, you know, the the best person will be the the win the winner will be the best person uh, on that five minutes. That's it. Nothing yeah. is personal for that time. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody can become a champion. Um. N- Anybody can become a champion. Yes, it's not like you're not born a champion, but you need to have attributes that no one has. You need to have consistency. You need to have dedication. You need to have describe a little more because you know. Yeah, and I I agree with that. Yeah, when like, you say anybody like, can become champion, yeah, it's a it's a it's bold a statement. Yes, but no one is born a champion. Yes. To be a champion, you have to go through things. I think yes. most people are not willing to go through. Would I refer to it? Yes, but there are certain things that. If every human being had these characteristics and they wanted to become champion, mm. they could. Uh, but the reality is these characteristics are only um, like given to someone based on what they go through. Yes. So you need to have like certain attributes. Like you need to be um, confident in yourself. You need to you need to be consistent with your training. You need to mm-hmm. um, forego other uh, forms of satisfaction and just focus on your journey and focus yeah. on Um, being a, a champion or a world champion or whatever mm, it is, mm, you know, mm, you need to have um, support. Even if you don't have support, but you need to be consistent and dedicated in your craft. Yeah. You need to put in so much effort, yeah. knowing that you may not, you may still not reach the level, mm, but you are mm. happy with going through the progress. And I think life rewards people that go through yes. these things. I'm, well, even I'm, though if you, if you see the belief system, uh, you know, NLP is something. Yes. It's very fascinating, you know, area. When there is nobody to pull your leg or pass on opinions on you, let's say first few competitions of mine are like, you know, I I don't care, and I'm just going there and I'm I'm just fighting for it. So slowly, slowly, things come to your mind, like you know, oh, this guy is uh, very much trained. I have to, I will go and check. the opponent's background and everything you're filling up your mind and uh, the mind is playing with you you know it's tricking you correct so someone with a strong belief that okay yeah. you don't have to check those things and just go for it correct and imagine like such people who are not that much trained or put efforts mm-hmm. they are achieving it correct. like you have that idea right yes. like, yeah. you wanted to share something yeah so um i think just just two points let's break it down um even that person that you were talking about that says you know what i'm not even going to check the names i'm confident in my ability uh, definitely back in the day he checked the names of their competitors mm. but he's gone through the experience yeah. so probably when he was a white belt he would check the mm. names he would try to cut down weight so that he could be at the strongest in that division mm-hmm. these are things every single competitor i think should go through mm-hmm. but when you stop that's that's your limit but if you continue to go and you continue to go you will reach to that position where you know what like let them check for my name i'm confident now with my abilities yeah. but you're not born with that no one says here's some jujitsu keep it in your pocket when you go into mm-hmm. competition mm-hmm. use this move no 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 you have to go through trials and tribulations as they say to reach to a point of confidence yeah. and for me i did 10 competitions in 12 months one of my head coaches back in in manchester i thought 10 out of 12 was a very big achievement mm. it is mm. for me mm. but when we compare with the rest of the world <laughs> when we compare with the professionals there are there are guys who are going weekly maybe yes yes my coach did 
or my one of my uh, head coaches back in Manchester did 160 matches. Wow. I don't know That's how many competitions, huge. but he did 160 matches. Okay. And he's broken down statistically how many matches he won, how many matches he lost, how many he won by submission, how many he won by points. Oh. If by submission, what are the top three submissions? Analytically. That, yes. And then when I saw that, I was like, okay, there's levels. There's so much more for me to do. Mm-hmm. 12 out of 12 is not enough yes. anymore, you know? Yeah. And okay, yes, that guy is an instructor. That guy is, um, like, I have to say his name, Matt Enman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, 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 he's a very, he's an instructor. It's his life. He, yeah. he teaches jiu-jitsu his, for a his, living. His life. Yeah, yeah. But that does not mean that what he did is not impressive. Maybe to him, that's nothing. Maybe the year before he did 200 matches. I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's different for everybody. Right, I'm sure right, right. Matt Inman, before he enters competition, he's still scared even after 160 matches. Yes. But I'm sure he has so much experience he gains that also helps him. To cover Maybe it, it keeps the fear yeah. to a side. And you know, he's like, you know what? I did 160 matches. The confidence is there. You know, technically, he, I think he's much more focused on the technicalities of the fight rather than the fear of fighting. Mm, you know, mm, that mm. also takes a while, you know, yeah. to just break through. Like, oh, I'm going in there to fight. And then you realize, no, I'm going there to compete. Right. And then that's a big difference between fighting and competing. I think MMA, you need, you need to go in with, with a mindset of I'm going in there to fight because it mm. literally is a fight. Yeah. You know, where, where jiu-jitsu, I think that mentality could give you the, the wrong result. Yeah. Yeah. You need to go in there saying, listen, I'm in there to compete. Um, I'm in there to 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 be confident, to be calm, and to yeah. be focused, and to to see where this fight goes. You know. So do do you do you do you see any like uh, comparison where there is a difference between uh, it's already a combat mm-hmm. we consider BJJ as combat. Yeah. But still, do you see any difference uh, with other combat uh, sports when it comes to BJJ? Yes. Yes. So. Um, Let's take a, a very, very uh, well-known example. So uh, back in the day, mm. um, uh, people would have this idea of um, if you knew jiu-jitsu, you would be able to win uh, MMA fights and straight fights. Yeah, that, it was uh, kind of proved kind of thing. It was you know? proved, but again, we go back to the very important word. Uh, jiu-jitsu is not strength, it's not skill, it's knowledge. That guy was able to do that because he had knowledge, knowledge. others did not have. But now when we talk about globalization, now guys we talk about know it. people know, you know, people understand what jujitsu guys do. They understand, oh, the close guard mm. is something that jujitsu guys prefer. And um, there's arm bars, triangles, but those people, now that they anticipate that move, it's easy for them to counter. Yeah. And I think the rule set matters as well. So mm. uh, this was a point. Um, Interesting. I was speaking to, to, to someone um, Uh, about this point. So like, let's say you have a pure jiu-jitsu guy that competes at a very, um, let's say, moderate level. And you have an MMA fighter that also competes at a moderate level. And you put a timer on for five minutes and you ask them both to grapple. And you say like that the jiu-jitsu guy will go and jump guard and pull the guy in his close guard. Mm-hmm. So the jiu-jitsu guy is on the bottom, closing yeah. the guard on the on the MMA fighter. Yeah. Uh, and you put the timer on. The In the jiu-jitsu guy's mind, because of the competition experience he has, he's in a dominant position. Yeah. Because in his rule set, close guard, the guy yes. in 
needs to stand up. The guy needs to open the guard. The guy yes. needs to take the bigger risk. Yes. But from the MMA guy's perspective, he's like, you know what? I'm in close guard. I'm in ground and pound range. Uh, there's no penalties for stalling. Yes. You know, so I can stay here and start. So um, one guy's in close guard, the other guy's on top. They both think they're winning based on the rules that mm-hmm. they, they, they mm-hmm. compete. Trained for, yeah. And then the five minutes is over. And then both guys think they won the round. Or both guys <laughs> think that the other guy should have opened up more and yeah. and took more chances. You know, so uh, I think rule set is very important. Mm. Um, uh, who will be the winner for this case now? Depends on the rule set. So if you're mm. talking from an MMA perspective, I think the guy who is on top, even though he's in close guard, he'll probably have a better idea of defending arm bars and triangles from the close yeah. guard. And he's in striking range. Striking it, yeah. yeah. But if you take that same scenario and you do it in a jiu-jitsu fight, um, the jiu-jitsu guy will be much more comfortable because he knows, okay, mm. he's going to stay here. The MMA guy is not going to move. The yeah. referee is going to touch him and then he's going to start penalizing him. So then that guy has to react. As long as he's not, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the MMA guy is, you know, is not stopping. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But in close guard, you have to stand up and or you have to at least attempt to open guard. Mm, which mm. may give the jiu-jitsu guy a better advantage. Yeah. You know, it also depends. The variables also depend on yeah, uh, it's, it's the level of, of Because I have seen one of the matches of Tiger. Mm-hmm. You know Varun, right? Yes, yes, yes. He he was on the, you know, uh, and he, inside the guard. Yes. But he did not allow the, uh, you know, guard to stay longer. Yes. And he tried him uh, his best to not to get into a you know, position of, you know, who is in the bottom. Yes. Yeah. So he tried his best to stand up and yes. and Just, stay yes. stay doing stopping him for doing anything. Yeah. Any triangle or armbar or yes. anything. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end he won the match. So it was 0-0 but he was trying to stand up yeah. more. So the referee gave it to the guy that was working working yes. working hard. Or, yeah, maybe the other guy just was to, just trying. Yeah, trying to push pull him and yeah. try to do something yeah. but uh, but I I felt like any you know, still I could not understand that much. It, Yeah. But but since since he was able to you know control the fight, maybe the referee gave it to him because he was, there was working harder yeah. since it was zero zero. Yeah. Uh, another example is like when I go to MMA gyms mm. and I I spar with MMA guys. When we start standing, uh, it's like okay okay, now he's much more confident in the standing up part yeah, yeah. because his his whole mind is I will need to take you down, but I always need to be the guy on top. Because in bottom, I'm susceptible to to strikes, you know? Yes. And when I pull guard on MMA fighters, they look at it as like... What the hell is what, it? Yeah, what? <laughs> but to me, when I do it with jiu-jitsu guys, it's like, oh, you're I, I like the way you pulled guard. You know, they, they have an appreciation for the guard pull. And in an MMA context or a wrestling context or even a judo context to a certain extent, yeah, there's no appreciation for the guard pull. Sure. You know, it, again, the rule sets uh, determine. Yeah. yeah. So there is, yeah. is a difference and... Depends on how you were really, really yes, going to take it. Depends, it. yeah. It depends on what perspective you are looking at it. Excellent. And now things are becoming very much commercial about BCC as it's getting trend, trended everywhere. Yeah. It's become more of commercial yeah. and uh, more difficult for somebody to get started so easily. Gym mm-hmm. itself is a challenge for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, they think a lot. Okay, I have to join a gym. And I have to, you know, buy some protein and I don't know supplements. They are stuck in that level one, I would say. Mm-hmm. And then and next level comes. Uh, it's like you know, oh, let's try some combat stuff, mm-hmm. which 
all of us might have tried like you know let's let's try something boxing and muay thai yeah. and you spend on the gloves and mm-hmm. stuff on the trainer or the pt and there is another level now i see that bjj is becoming so commercial whether it's gi membership or competition it's not for all i think i think the core benefits of jiu jitsu is for everyone i think um, the commercial aspect comes because um, gyms are uh, frankly speaking end of the day businesses yes. like a gym uh, when you they open, have to run there they have to run they have to find ways to keep the lights on you know yes. if if they gave you gis for free and they trained you for free how would that guy make a living you know yes um, i think gym owners or head instructors in a gym the the thing that they have that they can offer uh, the few things that they have they can offer um jiu-jitsu techniques yeah. and maybe they can offer their experiences mm. in, inside um, like competing if that's what the student is looking for yeah. or more about self-defense or just some students are also attracted to the way that instructor will carry himself mm-hmm. and they would want to be like associated with that type of character yeah. um, but that guy end of the day has to make money and he has to feed his himself and to feed yes. his family so understandable yeah. um, If a, if, a, if a gi costs 40 BD for that to happen, he's going to keep it as 40 BD. There is no instructor in the world that says, listen, I'm going to train you for free. I'm going to make you a world champion no for free. Uh, why? Because I like you. That, that's not serious. That guy has put in time and effort to gain that knowledge. And now mm-hmm. he needs to give that knowledge out with a certain price, just like they do in BJJ Fanatics. Why wouldn't all the instructors keep their uh, videos for free? Because end of the day, everything... So much is, effort is put on. It's yeah. put on, exactly. Um, it's also commercial from the perspective now. There are a lot of gyms, not necessarily in, in, in Bahrain or the GCC, but all around the world. Like, um, You know that if you go to X amount of classes, you're going to get your blue belt. You know that if you go to X amount, of, if you pay enough for enough classes, you're going to get your purple. There are, there are rewards. Now, there. that's also commercialized. Like Before, back in, in the day, To get a jiu-jitsu blue really, belt yeah. was not easy. Bro, a blue belt. So much sliced. Yeah, before, before a blue belt, like they were far and few, you know, like you would know the blue belts in, in, in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, nowadays, even there are black belts that got black belts based on the dedication and time that they put on the mat, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you can't take that away from them. Yeah. Um, But again, it's becoming much more commercialized. Like mm-hmm. the value of a black belt isn't what it was, in my opinion, back back then, yeah. back in the day. You know, back in mm-hmm. the day, if you were a black belt, it meant something. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, when a black belt comes in, into the room, even colored belts like brown or purple belt, they say, you know what? Yeah, he has that black belt, but let me play, let me test him, mm-hmm. let mm-hmm. me feel mm-hmm. what his mm-hmm. level is like. Yeah, you know. And nowadays, but because of 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 the the globalization, globalization and the and um, the information. information just being available Bombardier. everywhere, now you find very high level blue belts, yeah. very high level blue belts. Like yes. they started relatively, uh, uh, like they started much more later than the black belt, mm. but maybe they started with a better foundation, with a better coaching system. Uh, they may have uh, saw the good DVDs that fall into their. Now, even these blue belts or purple belts can give black belts a tough time, yeah. especially in the nogi world where you actually don't know what his belt is yeah. if you don't ask him. You know, if you go into a gym and then the class is nogi, then you just go play. 
you don't know is he a blue belt is he a purple all you know is he's good or he's not good he mm. tapped me out or i mm. tapped mm. him out you know mm. so even that belt system in nogi is slowly trying to is being washed away now you find blue belts that win or blue belts or purple belts that win uh, adcc trials yeah you know it's because of the information and the different ways of coaching everything's just exploding right now in my, in my opinion yeah so i think the commercialization factor now uh, is required and also it depends on the person how he takes it correct so for me i think instead of wasting my money on self development courses mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. a lot of them and yes. a lot of them yeah. yani they, it's like every other day you will say there is a course and there is something i've like Uh, I wish I had something like this uh, kind of training BJJ mm-hmm. a few years back I wouldn't be wasting my money on some courses, courses which yeah. is like always putting you on check always okay okay I'm wasting my time I have to get into time management stuff and you get all the tools and books and I don't know what you are spending a lot of money on those things also yeah. as martial art training any martial art training you just take one of them and just stick to it like five years or so trust me that's like you know you're spending uh, saving a lot of like money maybe thousands of dollars instead of going for self development courses so because you're learning discipline you're learning time management you're learning so many things in there where you will take uh, maybe ages to implement in your life because for that also you need motivation yeah. i don't know shish man i this is uh, what's get, your experience I get what you're saying i think unfortunately it, it's it's easier said than done you know like yeah. it's easy to say okay just join a martial arts gym yes. and and stick with it for five years but you know in 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 five years life can happen so many different things can happen like yeah. let's put aside injuries responsibilities change um uh, life changes nothing in life is constant exactly. you know so it's it's to be able to um, continue and to be able to stick with it even as life changes mm. i think that's what is very hard for a lot of people and i can understand yeah that that makes sense you know what i mean i i, I can feel the pain yani <laughs> yeah so it's like you you have an injury now you're out for three months yeah. and now you're like okay i want to go back but i'm not feeling fit let me go to the gym yes. uh, for a few months and then in gym you meet a friend and then you find a different interest and then before you know it it's two years that you you stopped and you moved away from from yeah. jujitsu or what whatever that passion may be um that's why um black belts are the black belts they are like mm. to be able to stick with something for so long as the world is continuously revolving changing, and yeah. changing around Evolving, you and your, your commitments change your responsibilities change your your preferences change like yeah. uh, uh, getting a jiu jitsu black belt is let's say a minimum or not not a minimum an average of 10 years you could mm. get it lower you could get it higher than 10 years yeah. let's say it's an average of 10 years let's say you start at 20 mm-hmm. by the time you're 25 you're a completely different person yeah. that's five years in mm-hmm. and that's then you have another five years to go yeah you know um so imagine you starting something at 20 mm. and then uh By 30. By 30, you're a different person. Yes. Like maturity level is different. Experiences happen, good or bad. Your your maturity happened. You've had uh, ups and downs throughout that. Sometimes right. your your up can take you away from the sport. Sometimes your yes. down can also take you. 
So I am still not a black belt. So I'm saying this still understanding mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. tomorrow will be my last class ever and then I can't go back for whatever reason. I can't go back. But this, you, you, I open up, man. Yeah. But the, the minute you get your black belt, mm-hmm. that's when you start. That's when the journey actually starts. Yeah. So all that 10 years was just preparing you to be a black belt. Mm-hmm. And a black belt in different, in my opinion, a black belt can mean so many different things. It does not mean world champion. Mm-hmm. It can mean dedicated. Yes. It can mean humble. Yeah. It can mean teacher. Yeah. It can also mean world champion, you know? So even like a black belt around you doesn't mean you have the greatest jiu-jitsu possible, but you mm-hmm. have certain attributes that are great. Yeah. You know, your jiu-jitsu may not be the best in the world, mm-hmm. but you, you have something you can offer other students. You can say you are reliable. You can, yes. You can come you can, out with uh, yes. great uh, values. Yes. Yeah. Unless it's not uh, bought. And nowadays, you, you never know. Anyone can buy a belt off of eBay mm-hmm. or, or Amazon, wear it, go into a gym and say, I'm a black belt. But the yeah. beauty about our sport is that within 30 seconds to a minute, you, you can figure out who is black belt, who is a black belt and who is not. You can figure out. And that, that's, I think, the most um, beautiful like, thing about yeah, this. Yeah, BS proof, you know, like, You can't wear a belt and come in. People will find you out. People yes. will find out what your level is yes. by just rolling with you. You can't hide it. True. Unless you wear the belt and you never roll. And you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not so easy to, you know, we have a factor of like, you know, as a human being, we know what is guilt. Mm-hmm. You cannot really just say, I mean, yeah. and next day morning, get up and say, I'm black belt. Yeah. Yeah. So, can you can you just say like, wake up one day and say, listen, I'm an architect now. Give me a responsibility to design buildings. No way. Or I'm an engineer or I'm a doctor, you know? No, no, no. Um, again, it's the same thing. Like, um, if if you have a fake engineer within a room full of engineers, mm. they will figure out he's fake. Yes. It's the same thing with jujitsu. Yes. If you have a fake black belt uh, in a room full of black belts, not real, or just in a room of other black belts, they'll be able to... Identify. Yes, yeah. Mm. Just the same. You, you really humbled me uh, on the factor of, uh, you know, saying that any day we might stop. You never know. Bro. Never. So sticking around with someone like... you know, you and uh, staying, you know, around with people who are interested in this yes, yes, yes. sports can really help. Yeah, yeah. Going back, um, I, I wanted to say something. Uh, you just brought something to my mind about um, the gym that I'm currently in, E7 Grappling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, just to give you an example, like uh, there were many times where I would go to, to an open mat and I would see... Mm. Uh, a black belt in, in, in like for example one of the gyms in an open mat he's from an, another gym he's a black belt you can see that he has three stripes uh, um, but for some reason he's out of shape he hasn't been co- as consistent as when what he was back in the day you know yeah. and then even black belts that are legit black belts life can also happen to them as well yeah you know like It's, it's very hard. Like, even if you get your black belt, doesn't mean that if you stop for two years, you're still going to be a black belt. No, your timing is going to go. Your mm-hmm. sensitivity for the positions is going to change, you know? Mm-hmm. So even real black belts, if you just, for some reason, they don't get to train, train. as often, they're there. Can lose their technique. Can, yeah. can lose the speed or the memory. Can, yeah, they can lose, like, um, the timing. Maybe they have the knowledge is there, the understanding of positions is there. But the timing and the cardio is definitely going to be impacted. Mm, affected. Because I have seen a yeah. few yeah. players when they come back, 
you can sense even yes. if they are higher bells yes. you can sense the difference yes that how come and sometimes you doubt like how come this guy was uh, 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 you know a champion mm-hmm. once uh, once day like a long time before yeah. but now he is not able to handle me you know you you feel you, you kind of like oh man you and you can also become yeah, yeah. everyone's human at the end of the day so yeah. everyone's is is human and i think um it's the beauty it's, of of jujitsu in my opinion like you, to keep you humble if man. you are sharp now if i am sharp today if my jujitsu is good today it doesn't mean because i woke up all times yeah. for for a x amount of time i have been really putting in the work yeah. but if for whatever reason la samahallah something happens and i cannot train for six months to a year and then yeah. i go back to the mat i won't be the same person is there any te- technique or uh any anything which you can like maybe and you know, this is my you know idea that okay I will keep visualizing the moments. Uh, don't stop watching the videos. I think or... Hanzo Gracie said that. I think I saw one of one one video where Hanzo Gracie said, hmm. "I'm not sure if it's Hanzo. I I'm I'm 90% sure something along the way. He got a big injury, mm-hmm. and then um, he would go to the gym every day and he would sit and watch. down and just watch. Yeah, and just watch. I think you and Gordon was. I think a lot of a lot, a lot of, of trainers that, you yeah. Know? yeah they don't stop they just just go there they they just go there they're still in the environment just like yes. you said um the people around you you need people around you that if they feel like Stick you're around, a little yeah. bit going far because of an injury or because of of life they get to pull you back into the room you know yeah. like yeah. no brother where are you going like yeah. we're halfway there yeah stick with us let's yeah. let's go through this journey together sometimes it's very important yes. to stay with such people yeah the environment that i am in now really helped me think the way i am thinking now and it really helped mm-hmm. me to grow and mature not as a, only as a human being but more as as a as a martial artist mm-hmm. i wouldn't say a jujitsu guy or a, as as a guy that's just falling in love with um the technicalities and and the mm-hmm. the fundamental aspects of the sport you know yeah. when i go to the gym it's not about winning or losing or beating my uh, friend or him beating me and then counting how many points it was no mm-hmm. it was about developing together as a team yeah you know and i think an environment a healthy environment that is um a healthy environment can make your chances of being consistent much more higher yeah does that make sense like if yeah. you go to a gym where like it's there's like 60 students and one teacher you may not have that one to one and then slowly you could just uh, not be as interested mm. but you're in, if you're in a room where everybody is friends and everybody wants the other person to get better yeah and then uh, you feel like okay i want to go back i want to go back yeah. i want to go back because i want to help my friend or my friend is helping me get better and then you along like throughout the journey you notice oh like five years have passed by already and mm, like mm, mm. I'm, i'm getting closer to to becoming the 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 black belt that i started off wanting to be yeah 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 i just want to go back to your personality thing which mm-hmm. you share uh, not going personal mm-hmm. that's very very that's, very important area by the way yeah, you know yeah, it's, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we and, can go hours and hours yeah, discussing yeah, about yeah. it I think uh, uh I remember you because of one of the fights you had somewhere in the middle of the uh, competition uh, you and uh, the organizer had a fight do you remember that I think I did yeah but that yeah what I, happened what I, happened I, 
it was just again 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 i think i don't want to name anything there uh, of course of course and yeah, i wouldn't want yeah. to either yeah, yeah. i wouldn't so, want to either um just curious what like you know i think again it just goes back to did to you go personal about it personal of course 100% the minute you um get into like an argument with um mm. a, a referee or a judge or a, or whoever that's when <clears> things have to absolutely be personal i think i i was going in there um wanting to compete i haven't competed in a long time mm. uh, mm-hmm. maybe the the person that i was going to compete against was also a friend so that technically adds more pressure um i i went in there to of course win but also have fun like i didn't go in there with any coach or anything I just signed I up see. my name and I just was like listen guys I I I want to compete there's not a lot of competitions in this country let me um try mm-hmm. my luck and mm-hmm. um something happened where I was in a position and I think I I put myself in a uh like a DQ position um whether or not I was right or wrong is is not the point anymore but I should have carried myself a little bit more um respectfully not mm-hmm. towards external people but towards myself okay. i think that's something that i also learned mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. even if you were wrong i'm not saying i was wrong or i wasn't wrong but even if you are wrong you still need to be able to carry yourself in a, in a much more professional way yeah. as a martial artist and that was the conversation i was having with another person as this thing happened it was mm-hmm. like no matter what mm-hmm. you need to be ca- to carry yourself and at that moment i didn't Um, it didn't register with me okay because i just lost the competition i came here to win i didn't even get a fight it was one minute into it you know but now looking back this was also a lesson for me to learn like mm. listen um, who are you to think that you can win all of the time you're you know end of the day you're just a hobbyist you know and mm. don't take things too personally if you were wronged you were wronged if you weren't wronged you lost yeah. it's okay you know losing is shouldn't be mm. um something that is that bad that you get faster you know losing is part of life you know losses happen yeah losses happen like you lose people you lose family you lose friends you know people pass away people you no longer get into like you lose relationships as well don't lose your insanity yeah Yeah. so i i shouldn't take things personal and i said that's one of the biggest lessons i learned through jujitsu you know Mm -hmm. nothing nothing's personal Mm -hmm. nothing is personal everything is um everything is is meant to be the way it's supposed to be Okay. Everything like if it didn't happen to you yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Mm, mm. It's just just wait wait for your turn, you know? Yeah. Wait for it. And maybe maybe um at that age I thought that I deserved it more than A or B or C, but oh. now as I'm growing I, I'm realizing you feel that you're more mature now. Yes, yes. Mm. And I think like everyone looks back at certain uh things and wishes like I wish I acted in a more respectable way, you know, mm-hmm. not for any reason, but for myself, you know, because mm-hmm. I want, I want people to, I, I don't want people to say, oh, this guy's good at jujitsu or this guy's good at wrestling or this guy's good at striking. You know, I just want, oh, he's, he's actually a good guy good to guy. me. That's it. Good That's man. more than enough, you know. Good human being. Yeah. And, and um, I'm grateful that it happened in jujitsu and not in work. Does that make sense? <laughs> you know, okay. I'm, I'm grateful that I learned that lesson. Yeah. in jujitsu mm-hmm. and not at work because in work if you take something too personal you could have end up losing end up losing job. job yeah you know here i ended up losing a, 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 a match a match yes you know and maybe a few people looked at me the wrong way yeah 
doesn't matter it doesn't matter you know yeah and again um it 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 will come back more lessons will come more victories will come more losses more lessons it's just it's part of the jiu jitsu journey that i am absolutely in love with you know interesting interesting you know uh, i observe things you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. You, you a lot a lot of people asked me that question it, it, yeah. it's it's not like you know i had any bad impression about you yeah it's something to like see like how was your response you know yeah. i don't even know like what yeah. again, really happened again, like, no one yeah. is interested yeah. also yeah. again exactly exactly like so, no no names have been said yeah. uh, not a lot of people are going this to is the respect out. we have in the yeah. sports yeah. for and know. again i wish i carried myself differently mm. no matter what um, the result was i wish even moving forward that lesson i wish i could apply it not only to jiu jitsu not only to life but even when i go back home yeah. to my wife my daughter my parents you know uh, sometimes even there you just want to hold 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 yourself yeah control yourself you know yeah again it just comes with with you have yeah, to make yeah, mistakes man. first this, you know? this, uh, uh, before uh, going to that any something came to my mind which is uh, uh, respect in the sports mm-hmm. you know we treat it like uh, we are one body in the sports mm-hmm. which is which is what we are taught yes. in islam also yeah. Yeah. like one body mm-hmm. uh, we are like a whole you know so same thing you see in this area also you know you can compare it with other sports of the mm-hmm. combat mm-hmm. we don't see that i think any have you have you come across like any the mma guys who tell that okay they respect each other but i doubt like the way they use the language and the fights happen again not blaming anything about yeah, the, their yeah, sports yeah. or showing you know, something low about it mm-hmm. even that sports is also sports come part of martial arts but do you see any comparison there um in my in my in my opinion i think like um the stakes are much more higher in, in mma uh, the chances of getting um, permanent damage is much more higher mm. um it's it's not only um the fight that will get people interested it's the build up for the fight so the more animosity there is between two or the more the storyline is interesting the more people are going to watch it which means the more money in your pocket so the incentive to be a little bit more uh, disrespectful is there you know mm-hmm. and you can see like people actually now displaying a certain character in MMA mm-hmm. you know so that they can attract more people so that they could get more people to to pay attention to them whether it's to be like um uh, their fans or yeah. to be like against them you know just the more people that watch you compete the more money you make that's the way it is in MMA mm-hmm. and i'm sure the adrenaline is a thousand times higher than jiu jitsu i've mm-hmm. i've i know a lot of MMA fighters that during their off season they may want to compete in jiu jitsu just to feel the competition aspect of it but when they finish from the fight they're like ah i i wasn't very nervous Usually for for my fights for my MMA I'm much more nervous because there's punches involved there's like you know you can shut off someone's so it's a minute system. scheme yeah it's 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 much more like the 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 it's a different level of of mm. risk taking if you think mm-hmm. jiu jitsu is much more uh, calmer you know like yeah. okay you could get hurt yeah. of course it's But a contact you sport. have a... yeah but to be able to control yourself is much more easier and with mma sometimes aggression could win you the round or sometimes aggression could win you the fight yeah with jiu jitsu aggression could give you an advantage but i 
really do believe possibility of losing it is more yes i really do believe that it's it, it comes down to focus knowledge and uh, having a good strategy when it comes to to mm. jiu jitsu mm-hmm. and and mma maybe it's much more chaotic uh, but there's always is a respect like even if you like there always is a respect like even if you notice the way respect is given could be different mm. um, from an mma perspective before the fight start touch gloves that's a sort of respect they touch ra- gloves even sometimes two or three times like or two or three rounds later as a sign of respect you know mm-hmm. i know a lot of mma fighters that um no matter what their intention is before the fight after the fight they just they come just together, huh? they they come together they understand this is a sport it's an aggressive sport i needed no to grudges. be in that certain mindset to perform at my ability but now the fight is mm-hmm. over the winner is decided there's no reason not to go out and grab a burger together yeah. Yeah. now we know each other very well it's the same with jujitsu just the, the adrenaline i think is much more lower mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's the same thing so i think respect is there it's just um, but i think only in case of khabib is different. yeah yeah um uh, even recently like you've you've seen like um there was a ufc fight where where um a title fight where colby covington was uh fighting against the champion leon edwards and Colby said something about Leon's father who passed away. He said, like, I'll see you. Like, he said something very, very mean to him. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and the fans were all like, how could you talk about someone's dead relative and things like that? Mm-hmm. You know? And Colby was like, no, this is like, this is my opinion. This is my actual opinion. Um, can create some controversy, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you still don't know whether he wanted to sell the fight or he just actually genuinely thinks that way. Yeah. I think even press conferences, Mm. create that drama like imagine if if Habib and Conor never had a press conference mm. I don't think it would have escalated to the way that it escalated much, yeah. you know maybe the the bus incident would happen maybe they would still tweet bad things to each other mm. but to get to see each other to try to sell the fight that's where wrong things could be said mm. and then that, that's when consequences happen you know alhamdulillah in jiu-jitsu we don't have a press conference I think now the things in I think it's getting influenced which also Uh, there are you certain the, characters that play that role again adcc is yes. kind of uh, is going that way i think uh, heading not, towards uh, you know building up that kind of influence i mean not necessarily adcc because adcc is just um they, they're just like they they they're event planners to a certain extent mm. they make the event mm. um they won't give anyone more money if he talks talks trash or not it, yeah. it doesn't work yeah. that way but in mma uh, if you talk trash you're you, paid uh, in would... mma if you're a champion okay. and and you get paid by per, pay-per-view points wow so it's no matter the more people look at you the, the more, more you money you pay. get yeah mm-hmm. and then people realized oh if i am the nice guy people wouldn't pay a lot of interest in me but if mm-hmm. i talk trash not necessarily being disrespectful but if i can do anything to attract more mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and make people watch my fights whether they like me or they hate me if i'm a champion or fighting for the belt then yes I do get paid on pay-per-view points. So, end of the day, even jiu-jitsu fighters, uh, they do it for the money. They do it to for attract the, people. to attract people, to follow them although, on Instagram. Although they don't mean it. I I I don't know what's inside them, but yes. I'm assuming think, hopefully uh, they uh, don't mean it. Gordon, uh, he, he, he really accepted this fact. Yeah. I, I think Gordon is in a position now where he doesn't talk trash, he just talks facts, and people think it's trash, you know? Like Gordon is currently one of the the best 
Nogi grappler here yeah. and could be arguably one of the best of all time. Yes. You know, um, yes, he started talking trash in the beginning to gain that mm. recognition, to get fights with people that are uh, looked at as mm. higher than him. But mm-hmm. now once he's in that, in the top of the mountain, um, he's just um, talking facts. He's yeah. just saying, I beat you. And uh, I said I was going to beat you with an armbar and I beat you with an armbar. This is fact. He is specific. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like, he that got is, that. Now he's making a lot of money. He's, he's, I think he's the highest earning jiu-jitsu athlete. Yeah. How about people making money in jiu-jitsu? So you think people can really... You, you have to be the best. You have to be like the best of the best of the best. Like there is... The, again, just like there's different level of black belts, there's also different levels of professional athletes. Like yeah. you can, um, you can go and make a living and make a good living just uh, doing uh, professional events and making money and winning cash prizes. But there's levels above that as well. Like there, there are competitions that are extremely competitive, you know, and only the best of the best of the best will have a chance to make a living off of jujitsu, mm-hmm. but not necessarily winning. cash prizes in my opinion i think it's mostly winning like let's say um, craig jones he wins an adcc or let's say craig jones uh, submits the um, a, a jiu-jitsu legend mm. um, everyone's like oh my god J- J- craig jones just submitted this legend mm. Um, mm. let's call him for a seminar and then mm. that's how craig jones makes money through recognition yes and then oh he's such a good teacher let's buy his bjj fanatics yes. dvd Yes. And then he makes money that way. Mm-hmm. Or the other way is like, okay, you reach to a certain position, you have uh, knowledge, and now you say, I'm going to open a gym. Yeah. And then you can o- make money that way. I think these are the two main ways to make money. There are ways money. by through teaching. and Through teaching. Not necessarily like teaching private. I, I mean like teaching at a, at a gym. So mm-hmm. if you don't own the gym, you just teach there. You make enough money to, to, to just... pay off your expenses and just live normally, you know, especially if that's your only job. Mm. I think where you get to make more money and you have like, you, you can have the ability to save is when you have a gym that you own that is established and it's yeah. been there for a few years and you have good uh, um, reputation. In reputation, the that's the right word. You have good reputation and people mm. want to learn from you and people are uh, attracted to come to your um, facility and learn from you and use mm. your facility. Mm. So, The other way is just to win a lot of competitions, get recognition, and then sell DVDs. Like mm-hmm. John Danaher, that's what I think that's how he makes a lot of his money through selling DVDs and private classes. Right. I right. don't think he does a lot of seminars or competes. Any, I know your your goal is not just you know to be staying fit or you know just you know enjoying the sports. Mm-hmm. You must be having much bigger uh, goal and beyond what you think about uh, BJJ and how you are connecting this. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, you know, some uh, kind of experience which is helping you to keep your spiritual uh, part of yourself uh, strong and also your, you know, personality strong for that? Uh, I think that's a, that's a, if, if I understood within, the question your, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, one is about goal setting and the other one is how yeah. like... Uh, Uh, spirituality can or cannot help in terms of yeah. jujitsu. I think, or yeah, BJJ helping spirituality also. Okay, I, you know, I, some sometimes 
meditation yes for pe- many people meditation yeah. concentration yeah and uh, focusing on yeah. something yeah. it's so hard correct you know correct. they correct. go for like spend like crazy amount of money and time to just to get their this correct. concentration ability you know built on correct but this sports is is like an all in one stuff you know um, it can be that's a very outside. very nice question um mm. i don't know how i can word that i want to be as honest as possible um just for myself i think honesty is something that's that's um mm. maybe lacking in today's world in my opinion and sometimes um even at my own detriment i would prefer to be as honest mm. as i possibly can be i feel like there is no direct relation between your spirituality and how good your jiu jitsu is mm. um for me personally um i was so consistent with jiu jitsu for the past x amount of years i i i think i've i've been training for 6 7 8 years i'm 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 not quite sure but for for a long time and i was much more consistent with that than my spirituality if you can imagine mm. but i came to a point where someone asked me a very specific question he said like how come you're so committed and you're so dedicated to to finish work and come to training and you do all that but in terms of your spiritual spirituality um uh um, you do pray but you don't pray on time so mm. how come how come you have the attributes of consistency and determination and dedication but where it most matters yeah you're not giving it 100% so you show me in different aspects of you it's like you can give 100% mm. but with this why are you giving me less than 100 where you say your personality is you have to give 100% to everything so i was caught off guard you know i was really yeah. caught off guard like okay subhanallah you know and and that person was I he he knows himself because that person was the person that actually he caught you he caught me he caught me <laughs> even even with that I know we're going outside of jiu jitsu mm. um, he, he asked me when was the last time you went umrah I was like I, I never went and he was like okay next time you're coming with me I was like okay and then he called me a few weeks later he said okay get your tickets ready we're going to umrah mm. in three weeks time mm. and I was like listen bro like i've never been he's like yeah we're going now you're coming with me <laughs> and he actually took me to umrah and we we put all of that and he's 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 a very good um, role model to me from that perspective you know he he mm. he actually noticed something in me and he i don't think he even intended to plant the seed but the seed was planted mm. and then he was like you know what yeah shame on me you know for being so consistent and talking about dedication but i'm just talking about here you know there's there's in my opinion not everyone has to believe what yeah. i believe but there are there's something that's much much more bigger than jiu jitsu and and current life and that's the afterlife and okay what am i doing so i'm learning techniques so i can go compete yeah. for this small test yeah. what about the big test yes if i have the attributes to to be dedicated and consistent what's what's praying five times a day and being more closer to god from that perspective so that friend mm. without realizing planted a seed in me and then he watered it when he took me to umrah when when i saw um uh like allah's house for the first time you know Masha. i was like okay now 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 um uh this, me goosebumps yes this 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 to me is much more like i would never do a podcast talking about my spirituality because that's yeah, yeah. spiritual it's private you know yeah. but again i feel like because you give out that because i i do the things that i do here mm-hmm. God also rewards me. He's like, okay, Ahmed, I know you like this, so I'm yes. also going to reward you from that perspective. You know? See? 
يعني شوت اوت تو ذات بيرسون هي نوز هيم سيلف اي دونت ونت بيكوز اي دونت ونت تو سي هيز نيم اف هي دازنت ونت هيز نيم تو بي سيد بت ام شور اف هي ليسنز تو ذس هي نوز هو هي از اند يا سو reality there's no relationship spirituality mm. takes a higher precedent than mm. any form of sport or martial art or yeah. anything this goes like millions beyond. yeah it's, it's higher than anything else yeah. but to me the way it was said to me mm. was like okay now now um <clears throat> i have to because there's no you I, owe, yeah. you owe it, you i owe it to 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 myself and to my god like yeah. you know and We're, we're you blessed, bro. Much bro. better. Yeah. yeah, you look look at the current circumstances in 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 Palestine, for example, yeah. and throughout the world, bro. People people have it ten times harder than what we have it. And we're mm. we're blessed and privileged to be sitting here in in a podcast mm. talking about jujitsu. Mm. You know, mm. and we have jobs, we have electricity, we have water. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, not everyone has that, you know. Agree. And. It, It's the minimal thing you can do is just to put your head and say thank you yeah. for everything you have. And you can also ask for more if you want, but just put your head down and, and do your de- duty, you know, do your duty before you think of anything else. Mm-hmm. And you look at, um, going back to sports, you look at like, for example, um, Habib or even uh, Muhammad Mokayev, you can see that their faith, yeah. their faith in, in, in what they believe in mm-hmm. allows them to go 10 times yeah bigger because they have faith they have faith that even if i lose this is what was asked for me this is my test you know mm-hmm. and, and when your faith yeah. is that strong then you can create miracles you know yes and you see you see like you see habib like um how many times before habib have you seen a fighter say yes. allah akbar i am yeah. nothing this is all because of yeah. god yeah and he motivated so many other muslim Ooh, fighters man. To, to do that, you know, now even in jiu-jitsu, like someone wins and then the, the first thing it's, they do, you know. It's uh, yeah. globally, yeah. the impact is huge. It, it doesn't relate. Like you can find someone that's an atheist that can have good jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. But there's like, for me, for me, I feel like when this improved, my jiu-jitsu also improved. But mm-hmm. I, I don't have any scientific fact. Like I don't have to a, explain it. To explain it. This is, again, we go back to I think you're you're you do your best when you're at peace, yes. you know, and and maybe this makes mm-hmm. me more at peace than without it. So, mm-hmm. same thing yeah. happened to me. You know, mm-hmm. when you're uh, getting into injury, it's uh, it's not that you it's it's a bad thing happened to you. Sometimes uh, it's to you know uh, give you some pause moment mm-hmm. to you know really uh, question things. You know why you're doing things. You know, sometimes you have to really uh, clear up your mind mm-hmm. because sometimes things come to your mind and it fills your mind with the junk. Yeah, and that's not good for us because yeah. long run, this ego thing is it's real. It's yeah. there. Yeah. You cannot really deny the fact mm-hmm. that it's gonna mess up things. You need ego for a certain level, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean it's gonna mess up things. So connecting yourself with God. has been always like you know multiplying your uh, ability to mm-hmm. make better things mm-hmm. yeah, it's amazing yeah. yani you know? and it's again just like um, i don't want to compare it to jiu jitsu but just like any other uh, thing it's it's a continuous process yeah it doesn't mean that if for the past five years you were yeah. dedicated to your religion 
doesn't mean in the next five years, like anything can happen, life can happen. It's just we, we need to constantly remind ourselves as, yeah. as human beings that um, uh, we Things are always, stop. yeah, we can, we can always do wrong, yeah. but we choose yeah. to do right, yeah. you know, and we have to continue on that path. And sometimes we may slip, yes. but that doesn't mean we're bad people. Yes. It's just, that, that's remind, the, I remind, think that's the nature. Yeah, just keep, keep reminding yourself. Keep and reminding, I think, yeah. Uh, doing your your um, as 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 um, duty, yeah. yeah as Muslims, I think doing the the duties that we were set out to do as Muslims, like pray five times a day, um, um, uh, fast, give zakah. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are just ways of us reminding of the, ourselves. Yeah, some of the things. I think, and I'm not discouraging any any religion. Mm-hmm. Anyone, any religion, they have, exactly. they can go back, and if they check, uh, everything goes back to one God. Yes, and if they are able to connect with that. It's, Nothing else is required. Exactly. Exactly. It's very easy. It's not so like in a rocket science. Yeah. It's very simple stuff. Yeah. So that might be helping with your life or not. Any, at least that thing is very important. In Correct. And now about goal settings. Um, I never in my um, life said um, that my goal is to be a Jiu-Jitsu world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's always nice to say that you are a world champion. But I also am realistic enough to understand that to be a world champion is not something that is going to be given to you just because you do believe. Yeah. You know, it, it, it takes so much, so much. You need to, you need to like give everything you have mm. into it to become a world champion. Yeah. Unfortunately, right down with my current circumstances, I do not have the luxury of giving everything that I have into one sport, into one uh, like into jiu-jitsu I have other things that are to me as important as mm, jiu-jitsu mm, jiu-jitsu mm. is just the tool I use to better all of the other things that I have in life you know yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, sitting down and talking to to my coach about this and my coach said listen uh, uh, being a world champion is nice uh, mm. as I said but no one is going to love you or hate you more because you are a world champion you know yeah. so you, it's nice to set a high goal for yourself mm, mm. Um, come into training and and for that one or two hours treat your training like it's a professional job if you have the luxury of doing that treat it like it's a professional job and enjoy the journey and then any titles that come um, along the way whether it's a regional champion national Mm. champion world Mm. champion agent whatever titles may or may not come in the way that's a product of your hard work and dedication but if not it doesn't mean that you are not in my opinion, it doesn't mean that you are not successful or anything like that, you know. Mm. So I think my main goal is just to be a good son, a good husband, and a good father. Mm. Mm. That's it. That's that's my main goal. And in order for me to do that, I may need to do some jujitsu on the side, and I need, you know. But that's just the tool I use to become a good son, a good husband, and a good father. I think that's what matters, you know. Yeah. And with that, you become a good human being, and you become a good. Citizen. citizen. There are and so then, many roles yeah. of life which yeah, just, comes just to be a that. peaceful guy, you know? Yeah. Just yeah. to be a peaceful guy that that um, gives more good to the world than bad. Yeah. You which know? is required more now. Yeah. That's 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 it. You know, like um, I love um, teaching people. Mm. Like if, mm. if a white belt comes and says, How did you do this move? Mm. I will spend a full day just to sit down <laughs> with him and just to show him that. Not because yes. I want to take credit or I want this person to be a world champion or anything. No, it's just that you ask me for something. I would, that's the least I can do. Or you, you want to know something about something that, that I'm really interested in. 
mm-hmm. come let me show you what I know yeah. and then hopefully that can add to you yeah and that's it yeah. and uh, before I get into rapid fire questions to yeah. you okay one quick uh, sharing you can do on uh, the way you train I like that way you train with me yeah. and when we spar yeah. although we get to, uh, once in a while yes, to get yeah, to spar yeah, yeah. that it's not about win win always yani, yes, you know yes. it's something which like you know cooperating concept yeah. you have yeah i think again it also goes back to 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 the first thing or the first challenging thing i learned it's it's not always a competition yeah or it's not always um mm-hmm. i have to win this round you know i yeah. feel like um, there are certain times mm. where I want to win that round, especially if it's against like a higher belt. But if it's someone that's a lower belt that uh, has an injury or something, I don't mind giving up position. Yeah. Uh, it makes my jujitsu better and it will make your jujitsu better and yes. it will be funner and the chances of injuries are reduced, you know. Um, uh, sometimes I go to MMA gyms where we start standing and I don't... I do wrestle much more often than than uh, yeah, I, I did. I do wrestle. Uh, I like, I've, I'm starting to fall in love with wrestling. Mm-hmm. But again, I know that the easiest path for me would be maybe to to go with my A game. Okay. But again, I just keep my ego to the side and I go, listen, I don't want the easiest rounds and I don't want to tap as many mm-hmm. uh, uh, amateur MMA fighters that I can find or people from other gyms. I want to go in there and leave with so much things mm. to work on or so much things that I worked on to, to just have yeah. a better understanding, you know? Right. So I started to put myself in a bad position. Before if someone passed my guard, I would think, oh no. Mm. Now mm. I'm like, okay, pass my guard, but what what can I do next yeah. time, you know? And with you, I think that's what happened. I saw mm-hmm. like you were, you came in, you had a, a, an hour round and you were like, no, my knee is hurting. I said, does it hurt that you need to go home? You're like, no, I just want to take it. I said, mm. okay. With me, another six minutes won't do any harm to your knee. Yeah, yeah. So let's just flow. Um, probably um, you rolled with a few white belts that are a little bit aggressive and they mm-hmm. wanted to win. Yeah. And you can't blame them. You know, it's a yes. competitive sport. Yeah. But come here, let's, let's flow roll. Um, let me see your game. Yeah. Because I would rather understand your game mm. than win. Yes. Let me see. Okay, let me see what this guy can do. Mm. Maybe I can take something. I was like, oh, okay, he passes. The first question I asked you was like, mm. are you... Are you left-handed? And you were like, no, why? I was like, because most people yeah. pass here and you're passing here. Yeah. No? And you just floor rolled. Yes. You swept me, I swept you, you took my back. Uh, and it's just, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. no ego. We, yeah, we left, yeah. both of us are happy, both of us are friends. Learning something. You know? We learn something, yeah. Um, I've noticed that uh, when I was in uh, training in Manchester, when I was a, a white belt, um, most of those high-level black belts at that gym trained that way. Mm. So they would open up their game much more. Not everything was tight. I'm yes. sure when they were, it was time to compete, they would all play their A game. Yeah. But no, people were much looser. People would let people like uh, really uh, flow. Yeah. Yes, like a black belt would let a purple belt sweep him, and he would let him sweep and pass, and then he will start defending. You know, mm. and when the purple belt taps out the black belt, it's not like ah. So yeah. there's an understanding of here we're letting things go, because yeah. in competition. What matters is the sequences. Yes. If everything is tight in training, you you'll probably go through like four or five sequences until the finish comes. Right. But if you open up your game, you can get 10 or 15 sequences because mm. you're both acknowledging the other person's game and you're letting each other work, you know? Yeah, yeah. So having more sequences is 
you're, you're solving more problems within six minutes right rather than solving less problems but more tensely mm-hmm. there's a time and place for everything you know right right also uh, any any uh, anything you want to relate it with the life it's a very hard question it's a hard question uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's you and me you know yeah. i know how we can really use it in our life mm-hmm. because yeah there are many ways i would see because the way we i used to re- react mm-hmm. it's it's very very quick and there is no response time you know yeah and it's not response it's mostly reaction Correct. like an animal yeah know? yeah so that thing has improved i the time for response is improved mm-hmm. i have enough time to stop myself mm-hmm. think about it and uh, find out solution if there is if mm-hmm. no stay calm you know mm-hmm. wait for time and it automatically things will become better mm-hmm. so that change uh, people have seen in me mm-hmm. family members and yeah. everyone yeah. you you see the maturity level mm-hmm. so similar experience i think people will have when they get into jujitsu yes definitely you know you you'd hope you'd hope that like i would hope that the my experiences are very similar to a new white belt i'm, I'm hoping the same yeah. thing you know i i hope that they have a positive outlook on jujitsu mm. uh, i i don't wish for any white belt to go into a gym and get hurt one week into jujitsu and never yeah. do it again you know i would hope that um, yeah people could like um understand the sport of jiu-jitsu yeah. uh, enjoy the sport of jiu-jitsu or le- i don't want to say jiu-jitsu let's say uh, grappling or mixed martial arts mm-hmm. or, or or martial arts mm-hmm. in general just so um it's not specific to one sport um i just wish anybody would find um their passion get introduced to it in a good yeah. appropriate way and stick with it until they start to see um uh, positive benefits in their life and their personal life you know yeah yeah man but i want to take few rapid fire questions so how do you want yourself to be remembered with kindness i want people to know that he's kind uh, what are you most grateful for in your life my, top three. my my parents my wife my daughter how long does it take for you to trust somebody to trust somebody yeah very difficult like i have i have a very small circle and it's uh, mm. yeah if if anything it's just going to reduce over the years it's not going to expand yeah mm. I, it's not it's not that i have trust issues or anything but i've learned throughout the years that the smaller your circle is in my mm. opinion it's just like you just need a few good people that know you well yeah. and know what you have been through and know where you want to go mm. and that are just with you in that journey they don't need to help you they just need to support you so i have a, a very small circle mm. i don't I, yeah i i i i'm friendly with everybody but people that i would call to talk about my problems or if i need help they're very 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 small like i can just count them very, with one hand. very small you take time yes yeah so i think that's also so i not yeah. yeah i think um a lot of people may have perceived like ahmed to be maybe arrogant or stubborn mm-hmm. or, or it's just that i'm i'm really anti social like if there was no ju- if jiu jitsu could be done one on one i would do it one on one you know it's yeah. just that the thing that i love involves a social yes. uh, like social event where i have to go and talk with other people but i'm really a very closed off person mm-hmm. very like extremely closed off yeah really huh so what do you do when you are angry um 
I think um, good question. What I do with that when I'm angry is mm. that I I get frustrated. I don't I don't. I think when you're angry, you're angry. You know what I mean. <laughs> I think when you're angry, you're angry. Um, I think the question would have been, how do you calm down your anger? Yeah, I don't know. I, how, I, I, how, try, how... I try to calm down. You know, I try to like when I'm angry. Mm. I think the first thing is realizing that you're angry and realizing that there's a, a, a hundred different ways to resolve it besides being mm. angry, and then just try to control my emotions. Yeah, you're so, trying to control, but there I, is yeah. there is big difference before and now. Yeah. yeah um, Thanks to the sport of jujitsu, yes. I, I wasn't really an angry type of guy. I'm never usually angry. I'm um, I'm not a very angry or aggressive person, but I think now when I do get angry, it's easier to calm down. Uh, who is uh, that influencer in your life mm-hmm. social, on the social media who is winning your heart okay. right now? Yani. Okay, um, from, from a jujitsu perspective, it's not someone that's very far, someone that's very close to me, and that's uh, my current coach, uh, Uh, yes, Hamza, I think that is my uh, influence, not only on the mats, but also off the mats. I like I like to see how that person uh, carries himself um, outside of the mats, but also within the mats, uh, the amount of knowledge that human being has. It's uh, to me, it's really second to none. Like he has so much <clears throat> knowledge in different aspects. And that's what I am trying to be. I'm trying to be that guy that if you ask him a question, he can give you three or four different responses. Uh, when it comes to to grappling or when it comes to Hamza Kouheji uh, Iyas Hamza my, yes, my Hamza. coach Iyas okay, Hamza yes Hamza. yes yes okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I think that's someone that I in, in the sport of jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. that's someone who I look up to. what is that one thing which annoys you the most I think what would annoy me the most or what annoys me the worst is when you work hard at something and you still don't get it I think that's what annoys me the most but now I also understand that if you don't get it now doesn't mean it's not going to come to you in the future you know mm-hmm. so I think um Now I'm starting to realize that um, uh, timing is very important. Like maybe you want something yesterday, but yesterday wasn't the right time. Maybe if you got it yesterday, then uh, you would have uh, not understand its value. Maybe if you want something and you wait for it, and then by the time you get it, you appreciate it a bit more. Uh, Is there any book which is like had a profound effect on you? Mostly, brother, like um, like even even audio books, I don't get, I reach to a position where I get to finish it. Um, it's uh, mostly it's mostly like, podcasts yeah. like um the david oh. david gogan story i've mm. i've saw a lot of podcasts about david i think that's someone that really inspires me a few jujitsu athletes here and there like listening mm-hmm. to their story one book one book i was given by my cousin hamad al-awadi mm. um he gave me a book about gsp john uh, gsp is a, is a famous uh, ufc fighter mm-hmm. uh, george saint pierre Mm-hmm. And his book was, uh, I, I read that book uh, before actually starting martial arts. And I read that book while I was going back and forth between Manchester and Bahrain during my years of study. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, something that I would read on the plane, mm-hmm. keep, and then six months later when I'm coming back to Bahrain, I would take it and then continue from where I left off. Mm-hmm. But there was this one Part, I think it's in the beginning of the book which talks about like his day so he just the, the the book starts where he just comes back home from a long day of training and first thing he does is takes off his his wet clothes that's and then he puts them in the laundry mm-hmm. and then he's and and that's something I I, I can relate to now because everyone yeah. that does jujitsu they know the minute they come back home that's 
the first thing the laundry. Doing, yeah. And then the way he explained how tired he was when he was laying in bed after a long day, mm. I could only relate to it after I entered into like this the martial arts world, sports. you know, where you, after a long day, you literally come back home, put your clothes in the laundry, and then just lie on bed from how tired you are. <laughs> exactly. So that, that one book is something that mm. uh, I, I actually didn't finish, but I was very close to finishing. What's the one new technology which can make an impact in the future? I'm really not a big technology guy. Like, mm-hmm. um, even if there's something that could be done easier with technology, I'm more of a pen and paper type of guy. So <laughs> I, I, I can't answer that. Three skills wish you wish you learned it before and yani you had a chance to uh, have um, it done. Confidence. I, I, I think like when I was younger, I may have lacked confidence, not necessarily being scared, but I wish I had more confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, patience. I think mm. I think now that I'm growing up, I'm realizing the value of being patient, mm. so that you don't get angry, you don't get frustrated, you yeah. don't. Um, uh, when things are going bad, you just sabar. Sabar is something yeah. that's very important. I think so. And and the third one would be um, uh, um, charisma. Like I wish I was uh, more of a, a charismatic and and and. Again, it falls back to confidence. MashaAllah, you are already a charismatic speaker, Habib. Alhamdulillah. No need to look worry, Yani. You're doing it. Okay. I, 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 hope, <laughs> I hope you. I, hope, I don't know, bro. Yeah. You know, I acknowledge I, I that. Judge, I this is something I acknowledge. Too harshly, no, yeah. But I, I, Sometimes you need somebody yeah. to acknowledge, you know. We'll, we'll know from the comments what they think at the end of the day. When I say happiness, what comes to your mind? Daughter. Leader or a follower? Follower. Unless it's my time to lead, which is not any time. Okay. So I follow now. Last time you were most emotional? Um, on the trip back home from Dubai, I was on, on the plane and then I had the chance to just sit back and look at all of my pictures from when I started jiu-jitsu up till mm. uh, that moment. So it was one of the only times where I actually was going through years of photos. Emotional. I got emotional, yeah, bro, because um, people who knew me before jiu-jitsu Now, when they see me now, I don't know if they could tell, but I can tell. Like I yes. can tell that I I've changed for the better, and I hope that continues to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of me, and it's not because of jujitsu. It's because of both, and the the yani God has put a lot of good people around me that have been guiding me and and lifting me up yeah, when when my my times were down. Yeah, certificates or experience? Uh, experience. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because when when I was in school. They told me, go get your degree to get yes. a good job. Yes. And then I got my degree. And then yes. I got my master's degree. Mm. And then um, people, once you get a job, they'll say, there's this saying which says you are overqualified with no experience. Mm. So if I could go back, maybe I would have just stuck with my undergraduate degree and, and uh, stay with the experience. And, and yeah, got more experience down, down the way. Yeah. So I think experience is, is king. Quality of life or quantity of life? Quality of life. Quality, definitely. Uh, when I say money, what comes to your mind? To be able to provide for my parents, my wife and daughter. That's, to me, money is just tool. To be a tool that I can give um, comfort to others. That's it. Mashallah. Yeah, to me, to me, um, my money is, is, is jujitsu, honestly. Like, my time, my happiness is spending time on the mat. Like, on, on Fridays when I have no nothing to do, I, I'm looking for people to train with because that's where I... actually find my happiness you know just learning new things just uh, training not necessarily sparring just yes drilling in new techniques working on a game plan you know mm-hmm. looking at dvds trying to 
contribute through your passion. Yes, yeah. And and nowadays, just recently, um, like uh, people would just get in touch, like, oh, if you have some time, can we do a private and things like that? Mm-hmm. So that's also something that that gives me help, just to give back, you know. But money is just to give to the people I love, just so they can feel comfortable. Yeah. So they don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. When I say. <clears throat> Okay, being organized or uh, or attention to the details. Okay, um, I'm a very disorganized person. Like if you see my desk in work, I have papers all over the place. <laughs> But I know what everything means. Yeah. But to someone from outside, they'll think, "Oh, this desk is messy." But I think my way of being organized is to be messy. Yeah. So I would have like attention to the details better. I think so. Yeah, because like I'd have. books and papers and things that I've written from two weeks ago here. But I know actually know everything that's there. And I know that on this book, if I just flip the pages, mm-hmm. that's what I wrote last week. But to the to someone that's um, just looking at my desk, they'll think I'm, I'm messy. <laughs> One thing is uh, getting old. What comes to your mind? Um, when I was young, when I was very young, I had um, uh, the fear of growing up and 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 dying there was this little hey, really? fear yeah no, there was this little feel i think because i was very young when my when i first experienced what death was my my grandfather my father's father mm. passed away mm. and he lived with us in the house shortly before he passed away so mm. i was um i used to see him every day he was he was mm. in my house mm. he was being taken care of uh, by 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 my mother and my father so and he used to really love wwe so I would um, go buy DVDs of WWE SmackDown or Raw mm. and just we'd just sit next to him and we don't need to talk. I just put like wrestling DVDs and mm. we'd sit down and watch. Mm. And um, I remember once he, he came and he asked me like, because um, I would, when I was a kid, I would order Happy Meals, mm-hmm. uh, um, <laughs> like cheeseburgers and <laughs> okay. stuff like that. And one day he he came up to me and there was no one at home. Like my mother wasn't there and my father wasn't there. And it was just me and him. And he was like, uh, can you order me one of those burgers? <laughs> and I okay. knew that I shouldn't have because he was on a strict diet. But I went and I got him the burger. So when my mother came back, uh, she she said, like, did you eat lunch? He's like, no, I'm not hungry today. Mm. And she found it to be weird that I told her, like, I gave him a cheeseburger. Mm. And I, I like, he was really um, an important figure in my life at that time. And then one day I just woke up and I saw my parents crying and they said he passed away. And I couldn't understand. I think I was very yeah. young for me to understand. Like I was 11, 12, may, maybe mm. 13 at the moment to understand that, oh, I won't see him again. Mm. And this could, this is going to happen now to everyone that's older than me. Mm. There'll be a time where I don't see them, you know, and that really put fear in me. That mm. really put mm. a lot of fear in me. But now I think um, it's it's the opposite. Now I think, okay, you have X amount of years, maybe, Until mm. you die, could be sooner. You never know. Everything is already written by God. But you have this many years. Just do the best you can do. Like, um, live your life, but also prepare for the next life. So do good deeds because you never know when mm. your time will come. So death is not something I fear of now. It's just something like, I know it's coming, just like it's coming for everybody. Just do the best you can now to face it. Yeah. To face it, yeah. So it's like, create something good for this world. Leave a good legacy behind. Leave something for your family that will be here when you're gone. And also prepare, like, you know, like mm, mm. make your salah, make your everything just so you can 
So lastly, uh, how was this interview? Well, bro, I am, I, as I said, I'm a big fan of podcasts. Yeah. I never thought in my life that I would be asked to be interviewed for anything, sports, yes. work, or anything like that, you know, mm-hmm. to talk for uh, how, your experience. To and, talk, yeah. yeah, for this amount of time. And um, it's, it's very professional. Thank yes. you so much for having me. I'm loving the setup here, the cameras, the flashlight. <laughs> I feel like I'm an important oh, figure. Man, you, know? you are you are important. But thank you, thank you so much for, for just considering man. me to be here. Yeah, you know? yeah, I should acknowledge the the professional way of training you have you for yourself and for others when you're contributing and cooperating with people. Mm-hmm. And also, I have to acknowledge uh, as a human being you are, mm-hmm. and keep continuing what you're doing is amazing because this is what we need. The good, the more good uh, we have in our, uh, you know. Society, the better it is, you know, yeah. because otherwise this energy we see now is very, uh, you know, sucking and it's destroying things. We are, we are after human beings now. It's such a bad level. The way things are evolving, it should be better, but things are becoming worse. Yeah. And alhamdulillah, we are in a part of the world where uh, still we have hope. And inshallah, any this wave we can contribute, inshallah, that will be a great thing. That's why I acknowledge the talented people like you, you. and uh, being uh, such a humble guy. And you accepted my invitation. Definitely. Barakallah Thank you. Thank you so inshallah, much. Inshallah, I hope uh, this, uh, your experiences of your reaches out to most of the people. I and so. and uh, they appreciate and also learn something from it. Even if it is one lesson. I'm sure there are so many lessons to learn. When, this is what I like, you know, uh, when you're comparing to, I'm, I'm a book reader also, but uh, sitting with someone and knowing their, you know, experiences is amazing. I mean, it's different. I, I try to live their experience in in few you know hours mm-hmm. and that's different experience. I wish people are able to experience that and hope uh, we will continue coming back like this with more content. More, uh, you know, detail and deep conversation because within one or two hours, it's not it's enough to cover not, not, yeah. not enough. Uh, I could go more and more about it, but there is more to it and we are building up our community. If you want to be part of our community and uh, you want to contribute something, always stay in touch, subscribe, and also share with your friends and family. And and uh, if you have any few words to say, we can... Um, I think we this can. is just the time for the, the yes. shout out. There are certain people yeah, yeah, that sure. I just want to um, uh, give give my thanks to. Yeah, of course, yeah, 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 um, sure. uh, family is is uh, of the utmost importance. So that's uh, without that, a doubt. Yeah, yeah. But I'd also like to give um, a very very big shout out to every single person at E7 Grappling Academy, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because I've I've. Um, I've been training there for a little over two years now, okay. and um, I've, I'm I'm really thankful for all of the the lessons that I have learned from them mm-hmm. in and off of the mat. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to name names just because I don't know if they would like their names to be said publicly. Yeah. Um, but someone that I would like to name as as uh, my my coach, mm. and I just wanted to say in 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 live for for um, him to know, and hopefully he he'll be listening to this that. Thank you so much because there were times where I thought that this sport wasn't for, meant for me. Mm. But thank you for always believing in me. Thank you for um, 
guiding me. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for traveling with me mm. five hours by car to go mm. compete against someone. That the chances of winning were, were in my opinion, slim to none. <laughs> but thank you for always being yeah. there. Uh, and just thank you to all of the, 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 the students and the instructors at E7 Crafting Academy. And for anyone that ever has a question about jiu-jitsu, please feel free to come and join our gym. We would love to have you and we would love to um, like train with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, see you in the next episode. Salam alaikum. Salam. Thank you. <laughs>